The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with my new BFF, Robin Johnson. This young woman started Robin's Cleaning uh, Birds in 2018. Get it, Robin? Birds, huh? playing <laughs> words. Uh, she served the residents. She was doing residential in Largo, Maryland, and stopped cleaning during the pandemic and is now looking to reopen and focus on commercial. Welcome to the show, Robin. Thank you so much for having me today, Mike. I'm really excited. Oh, look at her. She's got this. I don't know if you guys, those of you on the podcast, she's got a very professional smile. Her voice sounds all fancy. Definitely uh, kicking butt and taking names. So that said, there's two things I want to say. And my apologies. I don't know if you guys can hear, but my dogs are going nuts because my wife is coming home. So <laughs> apologies, um, podcast cleaning nation. All right. That said, um, there's really two things I want to talk about. One is you have a question, which is, hey, how do I get the clients I want? You know, how do I move from residential to commercial? And we're going to talk about that. But you said something that is so common. I wanted to just touch base on with the pandemic, right? So yeah. I want to encourage everybody. We, um, we've been coaching full-time and cleaning for seven years. So a couple of years, you know, several years before the pandemic, throughout the pandemic. And obviously up until now, we're recording right. a podcast right now. Um, I want to encourage everybody. I hear a lot. And please don't hear me picking on you, Robin. I just, I hear this so often. I want to kind of speak to everybody. Oh, I had to close during the pandemic. That is, couldn't be further from the truth. So I'm okay with, I, ch I chose to step back mm -hmm. from the cleaning business during the, but that's fine. God bless you. It's your business at any time. All of you clean, do what y'all want to do. But that whole, like, well, I, they do this obvious thing. Like, well, obviously it's a pandemic. So we had to shut down. We had to go smaller. That's not the truth at all. We coached a lot of people through the pandemic and the people that were successful just thought, well, it's a pandemic, right? Like, you could look at it one of two ways. Oh my gosh, there's a pandemic. Everyone's freaking out. Everything's shutting down. Everything's tightened up. Sure. One way to look at it. Oh, my, my government says I can't do this. I can't do that. Another way to look at it is we were actually in, um, I forget what they call it, necessary businesses or I forget what they call it. Like y'all know the name. <laughs> it's, just, it's only been a year. I can't even remember it. Like required, but something like. Priority. Are, uh, I forgot the name yeah, too. There's, there's a thousand people screaming at their at their uh, at their phone right now. The correct name, a mandatory business. Sorry, Clean Nation. Uh, we should get this, but we can't. Anyway, we are one of those. Right during a pandemic, we got elevated from something that was um, nice and helping people save time and all that sort of stuff. To holy crap, this is saving lives. Right. So, depending on our mindset around that, it could have been super hard and we had to shut down. Or it could have been like, holy crap, we're going to take a bunch of, uh, of uh, market share and start kicking butt and taking names. So I just want to encourage everybody, whether it's a pandemic or anything else, there is almost nothing. It's like, oh, I had to shut down because of the pandemic. No, nope, just the business the business things change. And you may have chosen that and that's fine. But I want to encourage everybody. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm only 80% here because I'm still trying to think of that daggum word for uh, essential. Ah, I was you know, <laughs> essential businesses. So I just want to encourage everybody pandemic, you know, God willing, we won't have another pandemic, but there is no circumstance like, well, I got divorced. So I had to right. shut down my business or I, whatever the case is, usually it's a personal thing and it's okay to go. I got divorced. And I felt like at that time in my life, I needed to focus on my personal life and I chose it. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not judging anyone for saying during the pandemic, I just didn't want to deal with those business, that business environment. That's totally okay. The thing I want to fight you on is, 
I had to, obviously everybody in the pandemic, such a big thing. Cause we all went through it like divorces or kids or things that might choose you to stop a business happened to one of us all throughout our lives. Rarely does it happen to like an entire world at one time. So just want to encourage everybody, please, please, please. If you're going to be an entrepreneur never be like, I had to obviously because some external force go, I chose to internally for whatever reason. Okay. Any comments on that before we jump into your actual question, Robin? No, no, I totally agree with you, Mike. And, you know, we ever dig deeper into it. It was definitely more than a pandemic that the pandemic gave me permission Yeah. Uh, to say, to, you know, to put it that way, the pandemic gave me permission. I was already in transition. Truth be told, I wasn't full-time in the business. I was working a demanding full-time job that, that actually had to respond to the pandemic. So it was a choice. It was, it was a choice. And it was, it's, it was when I chose to give myself the opportunity to, recalibrate mm-hmm. and um, go in a different direction. I knew I wanted to go in a different direction. The residential aspect of it was was really not, wasn't a whole lot going on with that. Um, and so I made a choice. So you're 100% correct. Now cool. um, that I- So hold on, that, let me, we're going to jump okay. into now, but I want to okay. just- put a bow on that perfect okay. example of, I think that I, hey, I love you being so transparent, Robin, because I think most people would go, truth be told, it was a reason, an excuse, a, mm-hmm. a, a opportunity to give myself permission, however that looked in your life. I guess the big encouragement I want to say is give yourself, you don't wait for the permission, right? Like just right. like when we talk about, oh, my new year's goal is this and it's October. Why not start today? Like yeah. what the frick? We, we use, we give ourselves permission. And sometimes it's a healthy thing. Like we, we help a lot of people out of cleaning and they're mm-hmm. pregnant moms. They're like, I can't be clean in here in six. Like I got a hard out. Um, so they kind of use that to give themselves permission or light a fire into the butt, whatever on a good side, as opposed to the bad side, you don't have to wait till you're pregnant. If you want to stop cleaning, let's, let's get you out of cleaning today. Mm-hmm. Right. And for you, Robin, I love that you're like, no, I just, I wanted to make a change and whatever. And the, the pandemic kind of pushed you over the edge. We don't need to wait for a pandemic, a pregnancy. I wish I had a third P to put in here. That would sound cool. We don't have to wait for any of that pressure, right? Y'all give your, you here. If you think of, of me as a coach here, I'm waving my magic coach wand. You have permission to change your life today. We don't yeah. need to wait for nothing. Go right. baby, go. All right. That said, um, Robin's like, I didn't want any of this. I just want to help get, get some commercial clients. So <laughs> let's, let's talk about I'm that. I'm here for it. <laughs> I appreciate Robin's like, well, I'm just, I'm here to ride this train, baby. Let's, let's go where it takes me. Um, okay. So let's talk about that. We're absolutely going to talk about getting the clients that we want, but I want to, and this is so common, Robin. I love your question because this isn't a merely a Robin situation. There's, we get this all the time, hundreds, thousands of cleaning nations. Like I want to change. For, and it's usually from residential to commercial. Right. Um, let me, and we coach both. And I want to encourage all of y'all. If commercial was the best way and the right way, mm-hmm. we wouldn't co- coach residential. We would just tell everybody, don't do residential. It's not as profitable. It sucks. Only do commercial. But that is not the case. So I want to make sure before we get into, and this is how I'd coach you if you were a, a, one of my paying clients, Robin, um, I would never coach you on how to make a big switch like this until we got mm-hmm. really clear on why you want to make that shift. And is that going to really hit your goals? And once we get that, then we can talk about how to get there. So we'll do that kind of live. So other people thinking about this exact same transition mm-hmm. can um, kind of walk through it with us. So first Absolutely. and foremost, there's a lot of grass is always greener, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't want residential because I can't make any money here. It's There's not as much profit. It's too hard, blah, blah, blah. Problem is we coach both and the people on the commercial side are going, it takes so long to get clients, residential are so easy. So everybody's looking at the other guy going, but you know, if I could have, you know, if I could just be residential, that'd be great. So let me just give some foundation of the real differences between residential and commercial. And you'll notice it's not residential, better commercial, worse, or vice versa. It's just 
they're just different. And okay. for you, Robin, you might go for my life. Yes, I actually want commercial now that I'm clear. Or you might go, holy crap, I went to commercial because I, I thought it was more profitable. It ain't. Right. Um, okay, so let's just talk about the strengths and weaknesses. Residential, um, you generally are having people cleaning eight to five Monday through Friday. We don't coach you to do any move in, move outs or turns or any of that crap or construction cleanup, um, which would be commercial. So you're generally Monday through Friday, eight to five. And even if you're out of cleaning, which you should be, it's still nice kind of having work hours. You're not going to have a lot of nights and weekends, right? And right. even if you're not working, if you've got someone in the field and something goes wrong, you're, you might get a call, right? So eight to five Monday through Friday, super nice. Um, commercial, nights and weekends, right? Um, that's why I don't recommend, one of the many reasons we recommend people don't do both is now you always have somebody out, right? You've got your residential right. team Monday through Friday, eight to five, and every other, it's, and it's just 24 seven and it sucks. It's one of many reasons, not the only reason. So the schedule, in my opinion, for residential, a little nicer. Um, when it comes to hiring, you're going to hire a different caliber of person. Typically it's going to be moms or ladies that are like, I've got a kid at home. I just want to get out of whatever, because that schedule makes sense for them for nights and weekends. Oftentimes it's a dude that might have a full-time job and it doesn't quite right. meet the needs of his family. So he's going to want, and again, is it, which is better? I don't know. Neither. It just depends on what you like. Right. Right. I, personally, I would rather work uh, Monday to Friday to five or, or be, you know, have people out Monday to Friday to five, not nights and weekends, but so be it. Right? right. So that's the first thing. Second thing is the, the way we coach you and what I've seen, the profit margins are exactly the same. We coach you a 50% minimum cost of goods sold residential and commercial. So don't, for the people that are like, Oh, you'll make more money in commercial. No, you won't. Um, the difference is the average customer, the one strong advantage you've got for commercial is the average customer size can be much bigger, right? For residential, right. it might be 300 bucks, 350 bucks average. If you're lower than that, you should probably get it up. Um, for commercial, your average customer size might be $2,000 a month, right? So you, right. you only have to get, you know, the residential have to get seven clients to get the, the same as one, but there's a flip side to that for residential. We have, you know, clients come in, well, how quick can I start making some money? So like you can start making money right away. Like you can get a, a residential client tomorrow. Um, for the commercial folk, like how quick can I start making money? It's like, there's some luck involved, right? Like it, yeah. you might, you get something first, first month. Absolutely. Can I guarantee it? No, there's timing. It might take a couple months. So mm -hmm. it's like, well, I can get these clients are worth much more. Yeah, it takes longer. So it's like, it's so yeah. you see how it's really not better or worse. And then the pain is very different. Um, typically for residential, it's uh, usually the the female, the mom typically yeah. makes the decision 90% of the time. Yeah. She's fighting for her life. She's got kids. She's got a husband. She's sometimes a professional and working and she just got, she's been pulled nine different ways and her, she values her relationships and she feels and not feels the reality is this cleaning is hurting those relationships and, and, and that her own time and her own self-care and her relationship with her kids and her husband is way more important than this cleaning. And if you can solve that problem, she's going to love you. Very different problem than commercial. It's going to be, you know, this isn't really my job to manage the cleaners, but it got tacked on and I've got other things I want to do. And this vendor is my biggest pain in the butt. And if I could just solve this problem and they're both really good pains, but if you try and communicate it, to try and solve that, it's just, that's a, the main reason you don't want to do both is they're completely different pains for completely different people. Um, even if it's the same person, even if the residential person is in charge of um, also getting the, the cleaning for the business, her pains are complete. It's the same human being, but the, the pain you're solving, if you were the commercial, is still completely different and they're never the same human being. So um, that said, I want to start there. With that foundation, Robin, what made you want to go to residential? And is that still the case? Or I'm sorry, move from residential to commercial. And is that still the case? No wrong answer. Just hopefully that gives you some clarity. Well, it, it definitely clarifies some things for me and mostly the price points. Um, I am aware that it takes longer to get more business. I'm thinking I, I, um, 
I don't know how honest you want to be here, but sometimes it's a little completely like, honest, always okay. honest. <laughs> in my experience, it's a little tedious sometimes dealing with people in their homes. You know, a thousand percent. It's a lot more particular. It's a lot more, you know, um, specific. Um, there's a lot more things that can go wrong. Um, not that I've had a lot of experiences in that in that venue, but I'm saying that, you know, the potential is always there and it's always on my mind as opposed to and I've only I've already had one residential. I mean, commercial client. So oh, hold on, let's, to, let me jump because the re residential, you're an expert in the commercial, you're new. in. so let me fill in what exactly. that looks like and feels like on the commercial side. So first of all, thank you for the honesty. That's a good I'm kind of the A type that's into the hard like data type stuff. Yes. You brought in a more of a soft like just how I experience residential I don't like right which is I love the honesty because it's true so thank you for bringing that up okay so again it's not that people in their homes are a big pain in the butt and they're picky and they're following me around and you know clocking my cleaners like they were only there 37 you know any of this not right. yeah that's all nonsense and it all exists so here's the problem most people if not many people think oh in commercial it'll be completely different and I won't have any of that stuff it's almost like a, a marriage where you're like, my wife is a nag and blah, 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 blah. And you find some other girl and she's not a nag at all. Well, guess right. what? If you marry that girl, you'll find out she's not a nag, but she's a complete slob, right? Or right. there's some, like, right. it's like, okay, I solved one problem, but there's another problem. Like stick, right. with the, stick with the girl. Not that, you know, obviously you can switch from residential commercial, don't switch spouses, but we kind of have this thing of, well, I won't have that problem. True. But here's right. another problem that you'll have that you didn't even think of. And you're like, well, shoot, right. now that I look at that way, maybe I wanted my first problem back. So what you will get with commercial is you're right. It's not going to be people following you around typically, but the stakes are much higher. Um, I've had someone that was working in a medical facility and there was uh, this freezer that had a bunch of samples that they had been cultivating that was worth $50,000, $100,000. One of the cleaners kicked out the, the plug and it all oh. went bad. That's probably not going to happen in a residential place. You've got right. people in the middle of the night setting off alarms. Um, right. You've got people that are like, you know, there might be a hundred people working there and one, your one client, and they're going to get seven complaints that night when they call, they are pissed. Yeah. Um, whereas when, uh, or you leave the door unlocked again in residential, the stakes of that ain't great commercial. It's a whole different kettle of fish. So I'm not saying com see commercials worse. I'm just saying it's a commercial is a slob. The, the, the residential, you know, is an ag, like you gotta, you kind of got to pick your poison. Um, so Yes, what you're saying is exactly the truth. And when you move to commercial, you probably won't get that. But there will be other things that are also kind of a pain in the neck. Um, and again, stuff happens in the middle of the night. So sometimes it's harder to fix as opposed to two o'clock in the afternoon. So again, not saying, see, that's why you should stay where you're at. I'm just saying no. you want to make sure you don't jump out of the frying pan into the fire, right? <laughs> like I solved this problem. I create another problem. Then my first problem was not as bad as the first one. All right. That said, any other and that was great, by the way. Thank you for like kind of pulling that. Any other fears or like, yeah, but Mike, any, and I'm not here to like knock them down and convince you of anything, but I just want to show you the counter fear or the counter reality in commercial. So you can at least go for me, for Robin, this is what's best for me. Not commercials better, not residentials better for right. who Robin is and the goals she has. There is a better answer for you. It's just not the same answer for everyone. Any other fears about residential that drive you nuts that you want to get off your chest? Uh, no, this conversation is very helpful. No, that's it. You've knocked down the myth about commercial being more profitable because that's that's something I was buying into. More profitable faster. Um, no, you've really pretty much knocked down. And for me, at the time I made the decision, I um, was I was uh, busy during the day, so I figured that um, I would have better um, a, a, an easier opportunity managing um, employees if they worked at night. 
Yeah. Um, and that is, that is one thing. Cause I had just clear for everybody. I've never owned a residential cleaning company. I only owned a commercial cleaning company, but I've coached so many now. I feel like I've owned a thousand residential right. <laughs> cleaning companies. Um, truth be told, that is one place where I would say residential wins, not overall, but I, I would much rather manage people eight to five Monday through Friday, even if I had another job. Midnight on a Tuesday is not when you want to deal with problems. Like, <laughs> you just, I promise you, unless you're just like I, I sleep during the day and I'm up at night. That's my that's right. my regular schedule. Okay, for you, one person, maybe that's the case. But really, what you'd be doing, Robin, is now you're never off, right? If you're like, oh, I'm busy during the day doing a bunch of stuff, so I could manage people better at night. Oh, okay, so when do you sleep? Like never, right. you're, you're like now. I'm busy twenty four seven. See, and um, I didn't think about that. And these are things you're helping me a lot. This so let me that. encourage everybody out there. I don't want the takeaway because again, some subset of the the listeners are like, "Oh my god, that's my exact problem." The rest of you are like, "I'm in commercial. I don't really care about residential, or vice versa." So you're like, "Why is this right. helpful to me? Why this is helpful to you?" And hopefully, you can. See, it's, it's always so easy to see it with someone else. That's why I love coaching other people. Is you need a coach, right? That Robin yes. is not dumb. She's not, you sound like a smart, well-educated, thoughtful human being. So it's not like you're just a dummy. You just didn't have perspective, right? When you're in the forest, you can't see the trees. You need someone that's kind of outside that can dispassionately. Cause I know when on the residential side, you get some pissed off mom call and it's the third time. You're like, I am so sick of this. I just want out. And we oftentimes go irrationally go, Oh, I'll go to commercial or I'll sell my right. business or an employee right. quits. And we irrationally go, I'll just stop having employees. I'll clean it myself. That'll be easier. So we kind of make these emotion-based decisions. You need a coach yeah. to go, hold on. That's not the real problem. The real problem yeah. is, and then you can solve it. So I want to encourage you guys. Obviously we do coaching. This isn't a pitch for me. It's a pitch for coaching. So just what Robin said, like, wow, this has been really helpful. I think for people listening, you're like, oh, that was pretty smart, but not not earth shattering, but for Robin, she's like, I've been looking at this every which way. And I thought I knew everything, but she, you can't see your own thing. So just someone being outside of your business and being able to have a little experience to bring that to you. So if you want that growingcleaningcompany.com, tons of resources. All right. Um, how else in the time that we have, can I serve you, Robin? Any other questions, comments, needs, fears, anything you need to get off your chest? Well, I, I just want to say, Mike, that um, I believe <laughs> I've been doing this off and on for a long time, and I've only had a certain amount of a success, and it's not a lot. And I believe I now have learned the benefit of coaching and the necessity of coaching for the exact reason that you just mentioned. You can't see the forest from the trees, and growing as you go is not the best way to move forward and to grow in business. Um, so I just want to say that the coaching that you offer in terms of systems, in terms of, um, you know, just how to funnels, everything that you offer, even though I haven't been coached directly by you outside of this session, um, is invaluable. Um, if you want to scale a business, which I definitely want to do, if you want to be a serial entrepreneur, which I definitely am, which if systems, um, everything you talk about is is key. Um, and it, it's key if you want to have a life. It's key if you want to run a business efficiently. And those are the things that I'm interested in, in knowing, whether I decide to stay in residential where I have the most experience, where I'm the most comfortable, where literally I know I can go get a client tomorrow, um, as opposed to starting something brand new where I haven't been coached um in commercial and dealing with the the chemicals and dealing with the floors and all that that those beasts that I have no experience in you know you waste so much time and money I've wasted thousands 
of dollars um, and and thousands of hours uh, just spinning my wheels. No, I'm not dumb. No, I'm not stupid. I'm very intelligent. But you don't know what you don't know. And learning on the fly is exciting, but not so much. So um, my other my other um, question would be: So I started off with how do you get commercial clients? Now that we're having this conversation, I'm switching. I would like to ask another question, and it, and it it has to do with in this current market where we have so many people who have left their jobs, um, how do you find, and so many people who may be laid off pretty soon, what's the best way to even find residential employees? And it's, and, and this might be two different questions. So forgive me. So hold on, just because we're running out of time. So I'm going to have to okay. give you a quick, I'm going to have to give you a quick okay. answer that may not okay. be satisfying. Okay. Um, so first I want to just again, put a bow on what, and I'm digging you as a guest, Robin, because you're so <laughs> representative of, of Cleaning Nation and who we serve every day. So it's really helpful. Right. Your voice is, I promise you, there's other men and women out there going, oh my God, yes, yeah, you're, you're doing such a good job um, speaking for Cleaning Nation. So not everybody, but a, a large yeah, a subset. People. Yeah. So the first thing I want to say is if any of you guys, whether it's commercial versus residential or this or that, um, I am the kind, Robin, I've done exactly what you've done. The, all I bring is millions of dollars and 20 years of mistakes I've made to mm-hmm. help you make smarter mistakes and, and waste less money, right? It's never going to be perfect. Right. It just, you can go faster. That said, I have done, I'm Mr. Shiny Object. I'm doing this and I want to do that. And, blah, blah, and mm-hmm. there's always a switch, right? Um, if you want to scratch your entrepreneur itch and kind of have that, like, look, I'm trying this and I'm trying that. And kind of, there is a benefit to that. I don't want to say it's a zero. It's not, it, there's something to it. It's just very expensive and time consuming and mm-hmm. hard. And so mm-hmm. if your goal, and if your goal is like, I just want to build and have fun and, and whatever, then do that. Start a thousand different things. Like if, if you thrive in that and love it, God, who am I to tell you how to live your life? Right. However, if your goal is, I just want to make as much financial progress and build something as impressive as possible, do the same boring, stupid thing and just be an expert at it. Like I got to be honest with you guys. I love owners of cleaning companies. I love serving this niche. I feel so blessed to be able to serve you every now and again. I get a little worn out of talking mm-hmm. about freaking cleaning. It's freaking boring. I've forgotten more about this crap than most people know. And I'm like, Oh, the same conversation over and over, right. but that's what it costs to be world-class, right? This is all we do for years and years and years. So I want to encourage you um, for you, Robin, I'm not saying commercials, bad residential, good, but I would not discount, like you mentioned, like I already am good here. I know this stuff. I don't want to have to go learn. I would definitely take that into consideration. So I would, for everybody thinking about making any change, not just residential, commercial, vice versa, but just I'm bored of this. I want to do that. If you want to scratch your entrepreneurial itch, scratch it, but just know that's not almost never the most profitable way. It feels like it is and it's exciting and sexy. Just like when you're married, the <laughs> other guy or gal sounds right. sexy, whatever, maybe they are, but really how to build a happy. And again, I'm getting a little preachy here. Sorry. From my experience, how to build a happy, healthy life in a family is one woman, one man, and just be all in on them. So I just, I do right. want to encourage you, Robin. I would definitely put that weight on. If you're just starting, it's like, pick the one that you think is going to be best based on the criterion. But if you've got a lot of weight and momentum and experience behind one thing, that doesn't mean you have to do it, but it certainly right. should be taken in consideration. Um, all right. That said, when it comes to um, how do I hire for this? I'm going to give you a very short, unfulfilling answer because we're running out of time. Good news is we've done over 800 podcasts. I've written two books. They're both available on Amazon. Um, we've done many podcasts on it. So I'd encourage you to go listen to one of the podcasts that's specifically right. on how to hire. Now, what you're saying is, but my thing is right in this specific moment in COVID, the good thing, what we did during COVID and over the last seven years, we've experienced high labor availability, low labor availability, lots of inflation, no inflation, cleaning, being right. priced, all the different 
you know, over the last seven years, I think we've we've experienced pretty much of the markets. The good news is we don't train, we don't change our training for any of it. So the same okay. thing, you just, sometimes you have to dial it up. It's harder, right? Like right, right. now, um, labor is less available than typical. Not, mm-hmm. it, was, it was better than it was three or four months ago. Three or four months right. ago, it was, it was even harder. So it's getting better, but it's still harder than normal. The good news is we just dial up what we still coach you to do. So the cool thing is I don't want any of you to think like, oh, in this kind of environment, how do I get clients? In this kind of environment, how do I get employees? The concepts that we teach are the same in all environments. Um, sometimes it's a little easier, right? Like, and typically right. it's, it's inverse. Easy to get clients, hard to get employees. Easy right. to get employees, hard to get clients. The cool thing is the concepts that we teach are exactly the same. So you can go to any of those podcasts. You, I mean, we've done throughout the, you know, probably a hundred just during the pandemic. So if you're like, no, I need one exactly during the pandemic on how to hire... <laughs> You can do it, but you're going to go, this is the same crap he was teaching before the pandemic and the same crap after. Now, because of the pandemic, it might've been more important or you might've had to do it at a higher level or more often, but the way that you do, it's exactly the same. So I know not the most, you're like, I called for this. No, that's fine. No, that's fine because I've followed you. I've listened to a, a, a many number of your podcasts and I have your book. So that's reassuring to know that it's still the same. That's really what I wanted to hear. That's what oh. I wanted to know. So that's, you, that was perfect. Easy, I just easy. wanted to know. Yeah. All right, Clean Nation, if you want, uh, like I said, we've got 800 podcasts, videos, blogs, all that crap. GrowmanCleaningCompany.com. I think there's a Facebook group with like 15,000 people. We're on Instagram, all that crap. Growing Cleaning Company, check it out. We'll see you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share it with a friend. Share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who respond to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is man. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.